Welcome to the Start Up to Something podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. This is our weekly update where we share the ups and downs of building and growing our bootstrapped online businesses. And sometimes we ramble on about tech. Hey, Matt. What's going on, Mark? Good, good. I'm, uh, I'm home alone. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the kids are at school or, or just out. Right. Uh, but my wife is in Toronto to see her aunt. Okay. Her, yeah. She's gone for like five days. Okay. So you're living in a, living at like a bachelor, just fucking yeah. going nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nuts. You know what I've, been, what I've been doing is watching guy movies. Oh, man. <laughs> It's like I'm on a rampage. I'll download every single movie that I know my wife will never want to watch. Rambo 1 through 6. Let's go. Marathon. (laughs) Exactly. Lord of the Rings extended cut. (laughs) All of them. I'm watching all of it. Back to back, bitch. Let's go. You know what? Some of those movies suck. (laughs) Don't tell my wife, though. But yeah, this is about really power right ones. now. This is about power. <laughs> Listen, I'm I can watch whatever I want. I'm a grown man. Yeah, you're goddamn right. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I've queued up all these movies and I'm watching them every night. Nice. Yeah, how about yourself? You're you're in Halifax, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I I'm here for the holidays. I drove up uh, over Sunday, Monday. Uh, we decided to split the drive into two days this time, um, and it was good and bad. But I'm here now, so I'm. Uh, I've got some consulting work I need to finish up for the week. I need to get my hours in, and then uh, like it's my parents are like doing puzzles and drinking wine, and I'm like, oh man, all I want to do is a puzzle right now. So, Seriously, yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to get my uh, I'm trying to get my hours in as quick as I can, uh, just so I can start spending time with the rest of my family. Okay. So yeah, like my whole family's here t- together. Like my, all, all my siblings, uh, we've kind of been in the wind uh, for like the last five years or more. Uh, okay. So this is the first time everybody's back in a long time. So this is really, really quite the event. This is amazing, and, y- and you're taking time off to spend it with me. <laughs> Baby, you know what, Mark? I value your relationship. Wow, I lock I, feel, my, I lock myself I in a love, room man. just to spend time with you, with a towel over your head so that you can't hear anyone for ultimate sound dampening. Yeah, I'll endure that for you. Well, thank you, thank you. I feel blessed, man. But uh, I understand if you want to take the next two weeks off. Yeah. So I, I uh, so from work certainly uh, I have nothing planned except family time, um, and I and like I mean I feel like the last few weeks I've been pretty transparent about this. Like I'm tired, I'm feeling a bit burnt out. I've been really looking forward to having some time off. So right. I'm done until January. Um, as soon as I finish up this week, I'm toast. Um, so yeah, I'm really just gonna take some time and recharge. I desperately need it. It's that's the funny thing about vacation. You don't really. You're like, man, why do I feel so bad or just like wound up? And you're like, oh, right. I haven't actually taken time off in months. Yeah, yeah. And you're there. I don't need the time off. Like, what, what's time off going to yeah, do? It, it, yeah, great. Exactly, right? Right. And then and then you're sitting there drinking wine, make, doing a puzzle, yeah. and you realize, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is really nice. <laughs> yeah. Like the first few days, you're still thinking about work and everything yeah. and this needs to get done. Mm. 
But then when you get in the groove, ah, mm. like, oh, this is why we take vacations. Yes. So yeah, that's really kind of what's on the horizon for me, at least until January. Recharge my batteries and hit the ground running again in January. Awesome. Yeah, man. Be ready for 2022. Let's get it done. Sixth gear all year. <laughs> no vacation until next Christmas, is that it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, so in the meantime, uh, I'm finishing up with my uh, finishing up with my consulting, that sort of thing. And just kind of been thinking, I've been putting pen to paper about ideas that I've been having, you know, I've been researching more blockchain stuff. And I'm, I, I've been, I feel like I've been in a dearth or dirge, whatever. Uh, there's been a dirge of, uh, of ideas. So I'm trying to put pen to paper of some of the things that I've learned, some of the people I've spoken to, and just coming up with new ideas just for the sake of it, because I've been, uh, I've just been feeling so uninspired. Right. Okay. No, it's good. Yeah. I find just the exercise of, of writing down ideas, like just, when it it becomes a habit and then you you just can't not think of ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to get back there. What about you? How was your week? Yeah, it was it was good. Um so the the bi-directional references mm-hmm. um it's still live. I didn't <laughs> I didn't do a rollback. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Uh no, it's actually it's it's actually very good. Like good. I haven't I haven't found any more bugs in it. Okay. Um, I'm just about to to crank up the percentage of people that that fall on it by default. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there was a moment last week when AWS was having problems. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a US East one had an outage. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm not on AWS, so I was like, ah, that's not going to affect me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but Webflow is. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my God, there were so many things going wrong with the API. It was just acting weird and returning garbage for results sometimes. Mm. And like, I was just getting, I, like, I, it was total panic, right? Cause I'm, oh my God, I thought I got all the bugs out. What the fuck is going oh, on? Of course. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, all of a sudden, like, People are saying, oh, there's duplicates. There's no way my code is creating duplicates. And it turns out, yeah, there, there's a, there was a problem with the API at one point, and mm. there's a bunch of people that have these duplicates. Oh, man. And, and I know it's not, it's not me. Like, it, people even that don't use third parties like Power Importer like, have oh. duplicate problems with the CMS. Oh, okay. Or, Thank God. With e-commerce. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, it was so weird right because like when i saw the news that aws was down mm. i was like haha not me <laughs> <laughs> little did he know narrator he yeah, too was exactly. sucked <laughs> yeah because uh yeah and the Airtable api was also acting up but uh okay. but no big no big issues like it was just it, it would fail and that's no problem. Power Importer knows how to deal with mm. with the API. And it just fails. Like okay. It just retries and it resumes. Eventually, when it works, it resumes right back where it started. Right. And uh, did you get any support requests off the back of that? Oh yes, okay. a lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was it was quite quite a mess. Mm. Yeah. 
and for a while i really thought it was my code and i was like oh my god what what have i done like mm. you know is is power important exploding like did i yeah. break it is it this is the end of the business right let's just shutter her down and <laughs> that's it mm. i'm gonna go sell bananas on the beach yeah <laughs> flop house in Duluth. <laughs> yeah no more no more b2b SaaS. Mm. what was i thinking but no it turns out it was it wasn't my fault Excellent. <laughs> and once once the dust settled and everything was back to normal like it was fine. Power Importer was able to resume. Great. So yeah. So yeah. No. Since there's no more bugs, like I'm ready to to like switch more people to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I there's still. I mean, I still have a huge backlog of of things that I could tweak. But uh, I mean, I'm st- sort of like at a fork now because mm-hmm. do I? It, it's it's mid December, right? So yeah. like. It's not really the right time to fall into marketing mode because I, I mean I don't think so. I don't think I don't think many people are are shopping for <laughs> for integration tools for Webflow. Mm-hmm. Although you'd be surprised, like so far, like uh, Power Importer is doing really well. <laughs> I, I thought December would be a slow month, right? But uh, it's actually a, a new record MR for so far. Wow. Yeah, that's it's, huge. It's doing it's doing really well. Okay. So I don't know what's going on. So well, okay. On the marketing front, like, do you have ideas for where you want to take it? I'm I'm thinking like, could you start to lay out a plan or? Yeah, uh, no, exactly. Yeah, that that's a good point. Like, yeah, the ideas I have are mostly out of the playbook of the book Traction. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I always go back to the book Traction. It has like twelve different channels that you should consider for. Right marketing so the one the one that i'm going to explore is engineering as marketing okay so like you build you build these side tools on the side for that you offer for free but they promote power importer right and member row so i have i have two ideas so yeah so during the holidays i could start building them Mm -hmm. because Basically, I'm going to build them with Webflow and Airtable and Power Importer. Right. And, and one of them, I'm even going to use MemberRow. So, okay. So the idea is to like to showcase what you can build with these tools altogether. Right. And the, the tool itself is is very shareable. So hopefully, like people will share it because it's a valuable resource. You know, not because it promotes Power Importer, but just because the resource itself is a yeah. So I think it's. It's a little too early to share right now, okay. especially if we're not going to podcast for two weeks. Right. Because <laughs> uh, I think it'd be more interesting to talk about it in January when I'm doing it more in public. Sure. What do your next two weeks look like in terms of Power Importer? Are you going to take vacation? Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to play it by ear. Okay. Like I'm, yeah. Like uh, the kids are, are going to be at school for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> Uh, although my daughter picked up a, a part-time job for, for those two weeks. Okay. Uh, we do have some days where we're spending time with family yep. for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you know, I think I'm just going to play it by ear. My, okay. my wife's not working, so I think we'll do a lot more things, like okay. more like day trips. or. But uh, yeah, it's going to depend on the weather. On yeah, the, okay. 
on whether the kids are available or whether they want to spend time <laughs> with their old their old parents. Sure. Okay. So, um, okay. So there's an opportunity for you to make some progress there. So, um, yeah. Okay. But th- that's your main, that's your main goal right now is these kind of shareables. Yeah. For marketing. Mm. Yeah. The, these kind of, uh, these Webflow builds that I can share. So one of them is, is purely a clonable. So, it, mm-hmm. uh, another one is actually like a, a side business, like, like a, a new startup. Okay. Uh, but I'll build it all on the, the WAMP stack. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause cool. there's an M now. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. It used to be the WAP stack. <laughs> you need to find a, like a, do it like a pH. Cause like the, <laughs> the WAP stack is too good. It's too funny. <laughs> it's like if you can figure out how to add a silent M in there so it can stay. Right. Or mmm, WAP. <laughs> oh my god yes yes that's it you did it go trademark it quick trade i'll I'll hold off publishing the podcast you just uh you tm that shit quick and yeah buy the domain yep (laughs) oh my god Mm, wap (laughs) jesus you're a marketing genius yep Who's not going to share that? Me, Lord Mark. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, I have a huge backlog of, of new features I want to add and cool. new workflows I want to build. So there's plenty to work on if there are days where we're not doing anything as a family. I mean, uh, otherwise, yeah, I'll just be bored out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know you're not the type of person to be too bored. You'll find yeah, something I to know, do. Exactly. Like, sure, I can, I can watch guy movies at the end of the day, yeah. right? But or play video games. But mm. no, during the day, I need, I need to be building something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this this week I also caught up on some podcasts I was listening to. Okay, I'm still, I'm still behind on many of them. Sure. <laughs> so I don't even know when these episodes aired mm-hmm. originally, but I was listening to uh, Product Journey. Do I know that? Is, one? is that what? No, no. Is, yeah, product journey. Yeah, with Noah Braggs. Okay. Yeah, I know who Noah is, but I I didn't realize he had a podcast. I guess that makes sense. He's very, I mean, he is like, he's a huge build-in public dude. So yeah, exactly. Mm. So yeah, and so what he built is called Potion. So it's a a no-code tool that allows people to take their Notion and generate a website with it. Mm-hmm. Um. So and he built it all on Vercel. So you know. If, if you don't know what Vercel is, like, I know you do, but yeah. um, it's like it's a static site website hosting service. Mm-hmm. So you can easily host your static site. They will build it from you directly from GitHub. And you can have serverless functions also that it will run. And there's, there's a bunch of other stuff too that it will do that's really designed for people who are running stuff on the Jamstack. So on s- static website generators. Mm-hmm. So he built it all on this. And so I've been following him for like a year. So I knew that's what he was building. And I always thought like, Oh my God, like this is going to blow up on his face. Like, <laughs> cause he's, he's using like the $20 plan. Right. Like, with, cause basically like Vercel only has like th- this free plan, which is supposed to be nonprofit or personal use only. Yeah. And they have $20 and then they have enterprise. Yeah. 
with no price tag, mm-hmm. right? So you have no idea how much it's going to cost. And uh, he was on the $20 plan. And like, whenever he was talking about it, I was like, Oh my God, this is going to blow up in your face. You, they're going to, they're going to stop you at one point because it's not meant to do what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like whenever someone visits one of his clients' websites, like every page, I think, like runs a serverless function or something that regenerates that static page. Oh my God. So like, who knows how many times he's bu- rebuilding the sites. Uh, so anyways, like I was very, very judgy when, <laughs> when listening to it. I was there, oh, this is going to blow up in his face. And anyways, recently, yeah, he announced like, oh my, yeah. So Vercel emailed him and told him, <laughs> oh, you need to be on the enterprise plan now because, you know, you're using it way too much. Mm. So now it's going to be $2,000 a month. Right? It's like, you know, it's like going from 20 to 2000. So I was there. I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, of course, just telling this to myself. Mm. <laughs> right. So that was my first reaction was just like, Oh my God, I told you so. This was going to blow up. But then when I thought about it, like that, that's, I'm the one that's in the wrong here. Like he's, mm. He shipped like so. Instead of Good me, point. what I would have done is I would have said, "Oh my God, this is not going to work. Vercel's going to catch me. You know, I'm going to end up paying thousands of dollars, and I'll go bankrupt." Right. Mm. And instead, what Noah did is, "Fuck it. <laughs> this, this, I can get this running now mm. and test it, see if there's a market for it, and actually get customers." And one day, when Vercel comes knocking at my door and telling me pay up well i'll find a solution and sure enough he has already found solutions like he's so what i thought was going to be like this disastrous like roadblock that he's going to hit head on Mm -hmm. in the end it's like it's no big deal like yeah so just just yeah i just realized that he was right all along like just just shit man don't overthink it just just ship and yeah you you know these things might happen, but uh, who cares? Because you might not even make it there, right? Mm. He could have found out after a few weeks of running it that nobody wants to generate a website from their notion. Yep. And then he could just shut it down and move on to something else. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. <coughs> yeah. We we as engineers always want to over-engineer. Or like, I guess it's funny too, because like, what does over-engineering mean? I mean, it's all relative. And in Noah's case, it's like, this works, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And for Membero, I've fallen in the exact same trap. Like, right. I overthought the engineering. I was like, oh my God, like this needs to scale. Like this, you know, one of my customers might, might install this and, you know, have 10,000 users logging in every single day. And, mm-hmm. you know, like that's just one customer. Okay. So uh, this has to scale. And, and I started over engineering it. And, mm-hmm. and really, I mean, I put it on hold so that it could, concentrate on power importer because there were more pressing things to fix right but now that i i'm going to go back to member row mm. like i i need to to just do like noah <laughs> i need to fucking ship yeah <laughs> i'm just going to put on Brussel. <laughs> i know that i at least i have a few months before they come knocking at my door yeah yeah you know, yeah he has tested the boundary for you <laughs> exactly mm. i'm just gonna be more stealth yeah. No, I mean, it's so true. It's so true. Like, yeah, we just, we have a flawed idea of what's truly necessary. Yeah. 
it's it's just yeah i don't know if all engineers are like this but yeah it just I, i'm always thinking of all the edge cases like all the time mm-hmm. like oh yeah and it's like and yeah and but then i guess i put too much weight on them like i think that's like, the that's yeah. the real um that's the real sin is that we yeah because like i would argue that well, it's that 80 20 rule where like it turns out like 80% of our code is running 20% of the cases and those cases are all edge cases and probably <laughs> will never happen. Um, but you know, that's part of, uh, not part of who we are, but it's part of, you know, like being a professional, like, Oh, as a professional, I have to tell my client that this is going to happen. And then it just gets ingrained in us that of course we have to, we have to do this. Yeah. Um, and it's also like an, an employee mindset. Yes. Too. Like, Right, because I was mm-hmm. I used to be a software architect, and that was my job. Like I, mm-hmm. I was responsible. If the architecture could not handle the load, mm-hmm. like that was my fault. Yep. And and you had the time and money to take the time and to to really make sure you found the solution that's going to scale. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you do this, but I definitely do it with myself. Like with my contracting projects, the guys that I work with are all telling me, like, you know, like I'm leaving it to you to to know where to draw the line, but like. We value speed here. Like we're yeah. going to catch the outcome, but we value speed. And I'm writing code that normally I wouldn't write, and I'm th- and I'm shaming myself, or I'm imagining my friends who are pros, and they're like, "Oh, you, dude, you can't write that. Oh my god, what the fuck?" Like, <laughs> just like no, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that it's all in one class. It really, <laughs> if it's easier to test and write and read and whatever else, like I don't need an abstract factory, whatever. Like right. the fact is, it's there and it's working, and that has value. No, exactly. Yeah, and and I have I have done a good job. Like I, I'm not at all as a perfectionist as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Like I have these huge controllers that have way too much code. Mm-hmm. Some of that code should be in the model and. Even some of it is in the view, like you know, like it's. I'm not super proud of the code, like, but but it's functional. Like, yes, yeah, and and most of all, it's a successful business. Like, it's, well, that's the it's, thing, right? Yeah, it's profitable and it's growing. Mm-hmm. It's like, like that's that's what I was trying to build. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. We're not trying to build a beautiful code base. We're trying to build exactly. a profit generating business. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would just do open source, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And you would get paid zero dollars for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and my wife would leave me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it was. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's it's a nice reminder that yeah, yeah. It's so there's so many pitfalls that we're apt to fall into. Exactly. That's it. I've made progress, but now I see that there's still more. I could still be more mm-hmm. agile, more like just ship. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I. Speed is so, so, so important. It's the most important. So it's like, why are we working? Why are we wondering about, you know, like these edge cases or things that that are totally okay to push off for a while? Exactly. And like for member row, it it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, I'm I'm onboarding like private beta Mm -hmm. users. So I control how many are going to come on. And I can even ask them, like, how many users do you expect to have? Mm -hmm. If, If scaling is really an issue, like... Right, I could just accept customers that are only going to have a hundred users, and it's funny too. Like I feel like one of the, you pushed back on me, this on me a while ago, and ever since then I've been like, yeah, Mark was right. The idea of like I, when I think like, oh, I have to scale this, it means oh, I have to put it in Kubernetes, and I have to oh, it has to be self healing and and all this stuff, yeah, and it's like, exactly. or you can just pop up another node and run, like, <laughs> yeah, 
that would be fine too. Yeah, I mean, me, it's it's all Ruby on Rails. So it's a big, huge monolith, mm-hmm. and it all runs on one virtual server, like yep. database included, like everything on one server. Yeah, and that's enough. Yeah, and and with, with my hosting provider, like I can still do plenty of vertical scaling. Like mm-hmm. I can, I can just double the memory, like right right now with the click of a button. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I think I can keep going, like keep doubling for quite a few levels. Mm-hmm. But it's it's remembering that like that's a possibility. It's yeah, not exactly. it's not like you go from oh I'm on like a twenty dollar a month VPS to like I need a team of DevOps engineers. <laughs> it's like there is plenty of space no, between exactly. that and that. Yeah, you know, and of and of course the easiest one would be to split the database from and put it on its own VPS. Sure. Right. And I mean, that's, that's just a few hours of configuration to mm-hmm. change. Like, that's no big deal. Like, it's fine. So, like, stop worrying about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, uh, it's good to get these reminders now and then. We got to tag yeah. Noah and let him know that he, he gets the, yeah. th- he gets the thumbs up from me for sure. Exactly. We should, we should hand out awards. Oh, yeah. That's a great yeah. idea, actually. That's it. N- Noah just won the ship it award. Yeah. <laughs> Arbi- arbitrary, <laughs> totally created. <laughs> No, this is very official. I like the, um, they used to do this on, uh, like, I can't remember what the radio station was, but it was like Donkey of the Week. Oh, you get, it's like, oh, they give out the Donkey of the Week to somebody. And it's like, oh, no, the Shipper of the Week. Noah, you yep. get the Shipper of the Week, man. That's it. That We should make an NFT for it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So yeah, that that was my week, and for the next two weeks, I don't know, it'll be vacation or or backlog or mm. preparing my marketing. Cool. Yeah, I think the one thing to for me, like coming up, I mean, this week, like I was saying, finishing up my work and then going on vacation, but uh, along those like product idea lines that I've been thinking about, uh, I've been realizing that. You know, Python is really the first language that I've done this series or this much of, I'll say, since um, uh, aside from Java. So it's been a lot of fun to get my feet wet and basically do like Java shaped Python. <laughs> so it's like I I knew there was this idea of something called you know being Pythonic and following the idioms of the language, but I wasn't ready to hear the idioms yet. I needed to like get my <laughs> feet wet and figure things out, but a couple of uh, videos have popped up for me um, it, it, on YouTube, and they're lectures from uh, uh, like maintainers of the language. And oh my god, all of a sudden now I feel like I have these. It's washing over me all of these amazing resources that I can actually understand and digest. So it's cool because I've been having so much fun, uh, like really getting the language now. Um, so I've had like, I've been having tons of fun with this, tons and tons of fun watching these lectures. And what I'm realizing is that like, there really is, at least for me, like there could have been a primer of you want to learn Python and you've been a Java programmer. Like, great. Let's take all these concepts that you know in Java and show you how they exist in Python. And just like, let's just get you up to speed the way a peer would. Um, like this is something during the 30 by 500 course, they talk about like, um, are you like you, uh, they talk about like, oh, uh, it does a niche exist or not a niche, but like, 
uh, a topic. And it's like, oh, well, what, what helps you to know that? Well, are there juniors? Are there like people who want to learn? Are there peers who you can kind of talk to because you're on the same level and they just need some help? And I've been thinking a lot about that of just like, oh man, how valuable would that, valuable would that have been of just like, oh, Matt, the Java programmer knows and speaks my language and he's just going to get me up to speed on all the things. And then there's going to be some idioms there that I can pick up. Um, cause like, oh yeah, I wish that I had had that when I was, when I, when I started, that would have accelerated me a shit ton. Right. So yeah. And, I, and plus, I mean, we talked about it last week, but the, like all of a sudden, People are gatekeeping Python. <laughs> like now, if I want to read how to find the length of a string, I have to fucking create an account on somebody's web page. It's just bullshit. <laughs> but all the same, it's, I don't know, like I'm seeing a lot there of just like, oh yeah, learning Python is actually difficult because people are gatekeeping it. Um, and I love the community. Man, like I've been having a lot of fun. I, I, I've never listened. To, I don't even know if JavaCon exists. Like I, I've never listened really to, I've listened to a few lectures from like Gosling and like a few others, but like I listened to some PyCon talks and like even the way the language is built, it's all about openness. It's just like, how do we, how do we create a sandbox of openness? Like, we don't even have private members, uh, like, like private fields in a class because we're all about openness. It's like, we treat everyone like adults. We don't lock our doors. We just, this is how we work. And I'm like, oh man, that's so cool. Like, you're really treating your, the, the, the consumers of your product with respect of just like, yeah, it's cool. You'll figure it out. It's fine. I, I love the ethos of it. I've been having a lot of fun. So yeah, like kind of bringing that and especially because it's so opposite to the Java world where it's like the biggest innovation in the language was, was like, oh, how can we have super protected packages so you can <laughs> – so we only expose <laughs> this module so you can't see the internals. And it's like it's like fucking night and day. Like it's really oh, – yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's it's very refreshing. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an interface so you can't even see my class. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. We're going to put this in a restricted <laughs> sub-module and you're not even going to be able to fucking know that it's there. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's just <laughs> – like, thanks, man. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I still have nightmares from my Java days. What? You don't like servlets? <laughs> it's such no. a robust API. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's. I, I've been thinking a lot about um, yeah my adventures of learning Python, and it's definitely a fit for my personality. That I it's a fit I didn't know that I had. I mean, I feel like okay. I've heard everybody being like, oh, you got to learn Haskell. And I'm like, I'm not going to learn Haskell. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get out of here. But I've been having so much fun with Python and I'm like, oh, no, I, I get this now. So now I'm kind of thinking like, oh, maybe I should try some of this and maybe some of this. But either way, like I definitely see there being a lot of um, opportunities to teach Python to non-beginners. Okay. So you started like, brainstorming. What, what that would look like as a product or a service? Right now, I'm thinking about it in terms of um, uh, a couple of blog posts or a couple of like small articles because there's these two like amazing utilities. Uh, like, um, I don't even know what to, what to call them. Like, they're, one of them is called Funk Tools. And it's like, how do you make Python, um, how do you turn everything into a function and an iterator? Because that's how you make things Pythonic. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. 
And it's just like being able to take these things and distill them so that a Java programmer can be like, because at least what I've realized is using things like funk tools is what help, well, a part of it helps to take the code that I was writing and make it way cleaner. And it's just like the things that the, the language allows you to do. So I'm thinking, oh, what a nice blog post it would be because Funk Tools is not big. Maybe it has 10, 12 functions in it. So it'd be cool to just like take each function and really give uh, like an in-depth code example of how it works. And then like kind of doing one big example of how you can use all these Funk Tools together to create really Pythonic looking code. Like that's just, that's just a really useful um, piece of content in general. But I just look at a Java programmer and I'm like, see, this is the kind of thing I needed when I was learning. Okay. Cool. So I kind of see it starting like this, at least. I mean, like, I don't know that I'm going to do this, but I think this is a useful blog post to write anyway that I'd kind of like to do. Fuck yeah, Python. <laughs> so you're sold? Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It reminds me when I when I switched to Ruby on Rails from Java, mm. it was like, it's like, oh my God, where have you been? <laughs> where have you been all my life? Yeah, it's it's all of a sudden having an opinion. Because I, yeah. I guess that's Java's opinion is you should never have an opinion. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I will say like Java provides amazing rails, like all of the things in Spring Boot, like all that stuff you just get for free. And it's amazing. It's huge, but it's amazing. Right. Um, and, and you get Log4j. Oh, man. <laughs> you, you get Log4j. For better, for worse, you get Log4j. <laughs> It's great if you want to run some remote code on your server. It's like it's like multi-purpose. Yeah, all you need is like an LDAP <laughs> server or an RMI. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, sidebar. This is a nightmare. Oh my god, this is a nightmare. No kidding. Holy wow. shit. The attack surface is nuts. Like there's no, there's so much Java out there. Oh my god. I'm getting and emails. Log4j is everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Because it's a logging library. How could you possibly get remote code execution from a logging library? <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, my God. The world is it's just, spinning. It's just to show you, right? You, you can never imagine the attack vectors. Oh, my God. But then we, we should probably ask the question, too, of like, who thought it was a good idea <laughs> to, <laughs> to like make remote calls to a fucking LDAP or whatever? Oh, my God. <laughs> Right. For string substitution or something like that. Oh, my God. But yeah. But no, I mean, like, I look at Java and I'm super – like, the ecosystem is lovely. There's so much there to be – like, because that's the thing. You just don't want to write a bunch of boilerplate code. Why do I need to implement OAuth again? You don't have to. Like, right. just annotate a couple things, wire a few beans, you're fine. And that's great. Um, I think it's a great – like, honestly, I kind of look at Java and I'm like, this is really nice from a prototyping standpoint because you just get so much for free. And, like, I now that I've done some, like – uh, now that I've done some scripting and I'm realizing, oh, it's kind of nice to just like deal with everything as a tuple <laughs> and not necessarily have to build a class, a well thought out class that works with the rest of the system and have to refactor everything if it changes. Um, it's great. And there's a lot of stuff in Python is, has a huge ecosystem as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm tickled. I'm having a good old time, but, and it's, yeah. and it's nice too, to be able to give people a view of just like, this is the world you were in and it's still good. I, I don't hate it. But here's this other super fun, fresh, uh, and exciting community of people who actually like really care a lot and uh, want to help each other. Like, yeah, I dig it. Not cold and lifeless. Sorry, Oracle, but like, 
I'm not, I'm done. I'm not going to be a Java champion anymore. That's it. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, I'm, I've been scarlet lettered. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I hear you. <laughs> I was there. I have the T-shirt. So yeah, I've been yeah learning uh, learning Python when you already know another language. I think is an interesting opportunity. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, there are so many different products and services you can you can have with that. Hmm. Right, like courses, a book, or yeah, coaching. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what the I, I don't know if there's even an idea there, but at the very least, the world needs to know about funk tools. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's really it for me. I don't have too too much else. No, same here. Cool, man. I'm I'm ready to. To make some puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent choice. <laughs> Would recommend. All right, man. So with that, I guess we'll wrap up 2021. Yep. And I'll see your ass in 2022. Exactly. Have a nice Christmas. Yeah. Ho, 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 etc. Yeah. All right, cool. Happy holidays. Take it easy. All right. All right, man. Under 40 minutes.